Hey guys, listen, uh, thanks for another, uh, listening to another great episode. Uh, this is another spooky one, just to keep you guys abrupt, therefore you guys will have an idea where we're at on this one. Uh, this is one of many, many few episodes that I'm going to be putting out there for the month of October, because there's a, quite a few other things that's happening along, uh, one of which is I've done recently, uh, mentioned about the updates, so... But that's not it. Today is the uh, classic uh, revisit, if you will, uh, on a classic monster mo- monster mo- movie. <laughs> Sorry, uh, a classic uh, way of seeing one thing turn into another without changing things. No, I already talked about the thing last year because that's a long discussion on the Furball mentions of the pre-Halloween. But this one is technically kind of weird in the science fiction uh, novelization, if you will. And the creature I'm referring to as the Blob, which was debuted back in 1958 uh, as part of a uh, supernatural thing, starring with uh, the late and greatest Steve McQueen uh, in 1958, as well as Anita uh, Corsair. And this is all about the Paramount uh, feature back then. Uh, the reason why I'm going for this one is because it's a classic monster movie that not only has a, a few things to add on to, but even so, it's like something totally different on this one. And of course, uh, we cannot forget that The Blob not only spawned off its own original uh, film, but it also had a sequel in 1972 uh, that deals with it being, you know, a classic uh, monster movie, being of a, uh, you know, a way of saying like, hey, this is like totally weird. And the title for that sequel is called literally the uh, Beware the Blob, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, cord cord soaring on the word blob on that one. And then back in the 1988, which this is a classic decade for me, this is like a drawback and all that, um, we have the revisited, revised reboot version of The Blob, which had starred in, uh, has starred in with many things. Even so, um, what are we aware of on the first Blob is just, you know, a classic talent of the original, which is basically a monster that like fell out of the sky hitting the ground and attack an old individual who finds it and of course you know they had to rush him to the hospital uh get him under and all that and, and it turns out that it's like literally like something weird happening to this person right so of course it's like it's crazy it's horrible and this literally ate uh, the victim inside out, if you will. And this is like totally weird for a science fiction film to be exactly in this horror uh, predicament. And of course, you know, it, it creeps uh, slowly as it, it devours uh, individuals. And it just literally like became like this way of saying like, hey, it's it's unseeable, it's un foundable and then it grows bigger and bigger and bigger until the very end that it's like 
you know, it, it's enlarged. It's like able to swallow the whole city in one gulp. But even so, uh, somehow the Air Force and the Navy and all that decided like, oh, let's go ahead and freeze it and, you know, and hopefully demolish and everything, which is like totally weird uh, during that time. So, of course, um, a few decades later, give or take 20, uh, that gives us to our sequel, which is Beware the Blob, or Son of Blob, or Blob 2, or Blob the Returns, which is also the many, many titles for this particular series on, on the whole Blob thing. And, of course, uh, in its sequel, uh, for it being there, it, it pretty much picks up back of the... Um, of the talent of what happened the last time it was there, which is there was like some sort of thing that like, you know, was unearthed in a way, uh, and it was like crazy enough to like found in the crest of the planet uh, because of a site dig that someone did, and even so, uh, how it was originally buried was never discovered until many decades later for it to be undevoured. Uh, unburied and thawed out to literally give uh, a little piece of it, you know, slowly devour itself, or devouring things little by little. And of course, it keeps on, you know, going after, going quietly uh, into different spots and different everythings. And it literally latches on to many other things, uh, especially, sadly, the uh, police officer who was in this uh, Beware the Blob being the late Sid Haig, which is a fantastic person, uh, Cindy Williams and Randy Stonehill, uh, many other, including uh, Bridget Meredith, the late great Bridget Meredith, who uh, was the Penguin uh, in the 1960s Batman, and uh, Rocky's coach uh, uh, in Rocky. So, of course, it it literally, you know, decides to, you know, it decides to, like, go ahead and become, like, doing the whole rampage and all that. And then all during the, com- uh, during the competition, which ironically is at a skating ring of all things, uh, it decides to freeze up right there and everything else, which is, like, totally weird. And, of course, uh, a portion of it, yet again, has melted near a... But, uh, uh, near a sheriff, and it's like uh, another possible turnaround on this little creature, which uh, gives us back to uh, the ending of it, which was back in 1972, which gives us our 1988 version on how combining both the original 1950. Mm. 1958 uh, and 72's version to incorporate the styles and the look of how uh, this science fiction thing is literally a uh, literal science fiction uh, on a um, biological scale uh, that this is like an, an acidic neba like uh, organism that is like able to dissolve everything in its path and the design of it is well the uh special the special effects person who did this uh was fantastic and uh this is kind of interesting because it is like 
literally something to look forward to seeing on the special effects that is like totally like weird and everything uh, of course the movie stars uh shawnee smith uh she's famed for uh becker and uh saw movies you know, among other things uh, she is a fantastic uh talent uh, that she is uh also kevin Dillon, uh the brother to uh to another Dillon, i believe uh of course we have uh paul mccrane uh, famous for uh, being not only in Robocop, but also in ER as uh, one of the doctors. And uh, so forth, many others are in there. Uh, even uh, Robert, uh, the late uh, Robert Axelrod, who was the voice of uh, many, uh, many other cartoons that we've lived on growing up on. Uh, one of which is one of my favorites or one of my other friends favorites uh one of my best buds uh he voiced uh wizardmon and many others uh, along the way he voiced uh finster in part modern the mind morphin power rangers at least the first two-ish seasons give or take uh of course this is co-written and directed by chuck russell and just, just like before, the storyline uh, on this one is like literally the original is repeating on a meteorite crash landed on Earth and just, you know, decides to, you know, go after this little, um, <laughs> this old man, uh, literally ca- causing him to like be a little weird and all that. And neither of these three characters knew that this whole uh, thing was slowly eating him alive, and it, it was like totally weird. And the special effects, once more, it was like so practical and amazing that literally this was like top-notch, scary on uh, on the scale of how this all works. Also, the way it was moving, it was think of it, if you will, uh, as a giant wad of bubblegum, and add tendrils and. A, Sitted part and a predatorial thing that it just wants to come and devour you and it is like so crazy it's so weird that not only this thing is like little like literally like slime but it moves like a predatorial uh, stream of water that it just like goes crazy now um for us movie buffs and we always know that there's something like weird the original blob this thing that came out of outer space was literally like a space creature that just like fell out of the sky and just decided to like devour everything in that sight like it's way of like either communication or something that it wants to devour or eat and then it is it was fully explained in the 1988 version where this is just a horrible experimental experiment that accidentally got interrupted and got blown up in the sky or fell out of the sky from an experimental craft inside the uh, little space station that they probably have experimented on because it was simply a mutated bacterial strand that was in radioactivity from outer space. So in, in a strange way, it is explained to be of space, but not from space. And it's kind of weird even trying to <laughs> try to figure that out. But at the same time, you know, this thing literally attacks in the um, 
in the and I kid you not, this was literally in the movie in the 1988 version, which is it devoured at a diner, it devoured in a movie theater, in certain sections of the movie theater, and then it tried it, its best to, you know, try to unalive things in the sewer, and it, it's like incredibly insane, it's incredibly weird, and all that. And the only way for it to stop is again something cold, something super you know, cold to just, like, get rid of it, you know? And at the end of that movie, we are finding ourselves in, like, several months, maybe years, after the event of the uh, massacre on the uh, hilltopper side uh, at a uh, at the church and all that. It's literally a makeshift church for this a pastor who just end up, like, talking how the doom doomsday is going to be upon us and all that so of course an older lady will be wondering when will this judgment come and kid you not and this is like part of the ending of the thing i don't know if there was an alternate ending or not but he's literally holding a former piece of what it was that was crystallized and it was saved in a jar and he says to it and it's like still moving inside the jar it's like so he said soon the lord will give a sign and to me that's like the creepiest omnimistic uh thing to even say uh towards the end of the film because that that gives somewhat of a hint that the movie will continue on with a sequel of all things and believe it or not um and even so, I think it's just, like, it's weird at the same time. And I, I don't know, you know, it, in the way, many ways, we could totally see this happening once more. But it's going to happen as a, a new reboot, a new look and all that. And there are so many things attached to it. Like, back in 2009, uh, it was developed under when Rob Zombie was creating uh, films and doing his thing and he was somewhat attached to it in the development stages as both or as all three as the writer director and producer of it and he was aiming towards a darker tone from the original something totally different that it was not intended to be like something totally weird and of course she wanted that science physical horror rate of r thing which is totally understandable i mean with rob zombie's direction behind it it would have been something totally weird something you know attributely chaotic and it would have been nice however uh rob zombie stepped down of that project due to the fact that there was a lot of creative creative differences and due to multiple delays of the draft after draft after draft it's literally like had a halt on many things um Back in 2015, uh, it was again reassigned into a development, but attached to uh, Simon West uh, being a director. And Simon West is known for doing like action films like Con Air, uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, and other films like When a Stranger Calls and A Journey's Daughter, which, by the way, that is like something to recognize as a direction of what he was thinking of how his film would be but as as we all know that with special effects uh becoming more computer graphic 
more strange it just became more of an idea that this creature will have more of a thought into it you know and of course this will be again uh, being of an extraterrestrial uh, sense in development and everything but even so uh, once again uh, this project is being put back and hold back in 2021 because due to the fact that many projects are in you know what what's been known for uh, many many things even myself uh, have suffered this uh, in development limbo or purgatory or hell pretty much we we've known this uh to be the process of how we're creating things it's not getting up on the, on the roster it's like it's literally like being held back and held back for a point where it's not gonna go anywhere and in truth uh that's that's how many projects are uh there there's still things that i've been doing that I have to put on hold in order for me to get things done on certain aspects. Of course, it's, you know, films like this. So, of course, uh, in the future, yes, we are going to be seeing a new version of The Blob. Uh, in some cases, in so many ways, that it's still going to be a monster film. It's just going to be a, a different type of monster film. Like, it, it will still be a development of something else. But again, only truth be told, and this is only the time where I can just like speak my mind about this because this is something that I so much suffer on a development scale because projects like this should at least see some sort of like uh, a cameo or a short film of sorts just to get it off the ground, just give us this like weird aspect of what it, what will it be if it's like brought back to screen, you know? So, anyways, here's my thought. Uh, the blobs in any versions, uh, even if it's the original 1958, the Beware of the Blob in 1972, or the 1988 version of the Blob, uh, I would recommend either watch any of these three or all three <laughs> to just get like a good sense of like this is a this is like one of those monster movies where you're just like you want to be at edge of your seat while you're looking at this, you know. So that's that's being said. I do greatly appreciate you listening to this episode. It is a rather long rant and talk about one particular uh, film series. But even so, uh, this is one film series that I'm kind of proud to say that I have enjoyed watching and dissecting, so to speak. But at the same time, be wondering, like, when will we see something similar, if not close to what this is on uh, future developments? So, you know, fingers crossed. Who knows? Maybe we'll see it in games uh, like we usually do or see this in some sort of like um, short film version or something else entirely. Of course, definitely with things like the blob, did pave way to many things that looks gelatin. And no, I'm not talking about just jello. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to leave you guys with that thought. As many things that happens, I do greatly appreciate you listening to the podcast, regardless if you're uh, in the morning, in the night, during the afternoon. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I do greatly appreciate you listening to these episodes because this helps me uh, not only aim towards uh, something to look forward to, but also at the same time. 
uh, aiming to put off on my platform uh, and many things. Of course, things are going to happen. There's some delays, but not too much delays. And particularly in this month, which is a phenomenal time of month for not only my family, but myself, because it's Halloween and it's October and it's it's Scarefest. Uh, So, yeah, I'm... I'm just excited. So uh, until then, uh, you guys have a great one. Uh, You be safe out there, regardless of where you are in the world. And as always, see ya. Hey guys, listen, uh, there's many things changing to these uh, episodes, so yeah, I'm currently able to be listened to, and get this, uh, I've been able to be listened to Amazon Music now, as well as Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google's Play, uh, Google Podcasts with uh, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, a little bit of Spotify, and uh, I actually recently started doing uh you know twitch channels uh so yeah if you could find me through uh lone tech x you'd be able to see some of my gameplay right there as well but at the same time listen to some of my podcasts uh, outside while i'm still delivering some news yes i'm still trying to do other things other than just this but just for the time being you can listen to not only this episode well all the other past episodes i've done before i've done twitch so uh, once again, you can guys find me at, and this is actually the uh, head, uh, the head page for this, which is Anchor.fm/EdCast20. That is Anchor.fm forward slash E D C A T C S T. Anyways, um, yeah. It's literally uh, EdCast20, which is uh, E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0, which you guys can hear, hear me from there. You can look at there, and you can leave me a message, as well as find the uh, website that's connected at all. So, yeah, here you go. Take care. <laughs>